Welcome back to the Weekly Roast. How's it going, guys? How the hell are you? How are your hearts? And of course, from now until the day that you die, how are your heads? Guys, what's going on? Listen, I'm not going to bore you with my bullshit today, okay? It's enough. You've had enough of it. I've had enough of it. Everybody has had enough of it, okay? Nevertheless, thank you very much for tuning in to the last few weeks of the podcast. I really, really appreciate it. Everybody who has taken the time to rate the podcast, review the podcast, share the podcast with their friends who talk about podcasts. Obviously interesting people who just sit around talking about podcasts all the time. Thank you, genuinely. Thank you so much. And to everybody who sent me a kind message about appearing on Blind Boys Show, I really appreciate it. To everyone who's bought the book, pre-ordered my book, I really appreciate it. Just uh, thank you. Oh, someone's got a case of the thank yous. Nevertheless, thank you. Right, let's get into it, guys. Co-workers, okay? I'm not gonna I'm not gonna get on my little soapbox and tell you about the time when I worked in the BBC and I had to switch places because I sat beside a woman who referred when we were going on a coffee break to me and another guy as the tea musketeers. <laughs> because I'm not gonna go into that, all right? I want to hear what your thoughts are. And I put this out on my Instagram last week to see what your opinions are on your co-workers. And I was expecting, I was expecting sort of mid to mild stuff, you know? I was expecting, oh, if you show up after nine o'clock in the morning, my boss says, did you bring us in a copy of the Evening Standard? I was expecting that sort of banter, you know? The voice notes that I received were genuinely the most outrageous things that I have ever heard in my life. I haven't lived. Okay, so let's get into it. Uh, As some of you will know, whenever I put this out on Instagram, I wanted to remind you all that if you contribute to the show, we will, my producer Kieran here, has the ability and the facility to distort your voice so that it's not recognisable by the person or people or institution that you are roasting. So rest assured, your anonymity will be uh, protected. Okay, we have distorted his or her voice and um, they won't be recognised. So this is Tim from a tiny village in Cahir Savine. No, <laughs> no, he's not. Um, okay, let's just play the voice now. I was working in a nursing home um, and one of the carers at night used to keep going missing and oh couldn't find her, always on her phone. Oh God. Um, and one night what? we found her in the toilet. Um, that seems to be where she was all the time um, on a sex call to some American guy and apparently it was her side job. She was a call girl. Maybe I haven't lived, but is, is there not a different, uh, firstly a sex call? Is that like what, where you just call somebody and you, is that not like, is that not like dirty, dirty call? And then also a sex, uh, she's a, she's a call girl. A call girl, I thought was like a physical thing where you actually were, is that not just like a glamorous, glamorous word for a a prostitute, isn't it? That is bananas though. Next up, we've got somebody, do we have their name? Are we giving them a name? Amy. Okay, Amy, let's go. I was checking control drugs with another nurse at like two o'clock in the morning in the treatment room, which is a very small room. She was telling me how she had eaten out-of-date salad for her dinner and proceeded to do a really nasty fart, which was the only time I've ever vomited in my whole nursing career. That's just disgusting on so many levels. Also, an out-of-date salad, you pervert. How bad would a salad have to be out of date? Like, you know, let's be honest. Whenever anybody ever eats a salad, there's always a part of the salad that you take a bite of and you're like, uh, was that okay or was it not? And you just ignore it. So for the entire salad to be out of date, it must be pretty bad. To make a grown nurse vomit, that is, 
That is honestly so disgusting. But for fear of descending into fart jokes, I'm going to keep this highbrow and we're going to move on. Oh, God. I'm just looking at my notes here. This... <laughs> I promise you that this is not the objective with the podcast, okay? But this next voice note, when I first listened to it, I nearly fell off the fucking bed. I was crying laughing. I have never received a more outrageous voice note in the history of using a mobile phone, okay? Kieran, play it. Hi, Mark. So, using the bathrooms at work where you go into the cubicle, and first of all, they don't know how to flush toilet, but also they leave this lingering smell behind of, like, unwashed fanny, (laughs) like a stale knickers smell, kind of mixed with wee. It's like the knickers have been left on all day. Wait there, pause. What do you mean? It's like the knickers have been left on all day. Do, do people not wear knickers all day? Like, what What are you doing taking them off at lunchtime and hanging them out the window of your fucking office? Okay, play. The knickers have been left on all day and there's been no air getting in at it. Wait there! At it! That is fucking disgusting! No air getting in at it! What, like... Oh, I can actually smell this smell, I think. And it has this kind of a stench that hangs around for a while. So you nearly need to hold your breath while you're in there. Like, it's disgusting. That is... Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry to all of the new... If you've just tuned into the podcast, or if you're a potential sponsor, I'm really sorry. This is not the objective of the pod. Oh, oh, there's more. There's more. Brilliant. Let's go. Kind of like old woman kind of fanny smell. That is... Like, how do you expect me to comment on that, by the way? I want you to know that if you are contributing to the show, it doesn't always need to be arses or fannies. Do you know what I mean? There is This is a highbrow podcast and uh, the audience are highbrow. So feel free to contribute about matters of, of substance. Your voice, as I've discussed, will be totally and utterly anonymous. So next up, we've got Stephen. Uh, he is from Dunleary, just uh, in a small cottage beside the church there on the main street. So he does wish to remain anonymous. Uh, he's an insurance salesman and his wife's name is Deirdre. Let's go, Stephen. Hi, Mark. Um, I used to work with a girl who used to wash her armpits in Good stuff. the sink but in the bathroom course. at work instead of sharing at home before she came in. I love the way they're the two options. I just, I, I love the way they're the two... Well, will I have a shower this morning? No, obviously. Well, what time is it now? It's five past seven. I've got to get the bus. I've got to stop in, get my Nutrigrain. Yeah, my Powerade, my Lucozade. Yeah. Uh, no. Do you know what? I'll just wash my armpits in the sink in the office, obviously. That's fine. I'll leave everything else. I'll leave my bum feet and... This is bananas. That is just so disgusting. But at the same time, maybe we're wrong. Maybe fair play. Because... They're conscious of their hygiene and they want to make sure that their their co-workers aren't uh, exposed to any sort of, excuse me, unsavoury smells. She's getting paid to shave on the company's dime and dollar. Okay, next up we've got Emily from Dungiven. Well, I don't know if she's from Dungiven. The worst has to be when somebody says, sends an email and starts it with gentle reminder, but then copies your boss and everybody else on the team on it. It's so passive aggressive. (laughs) I actually agree with you, Emily. That is so annoying. Or you know those people that change their personality. They'd email you like one-on-one and they'd just be like, here, do this. Here, finish. But then like in front of 
the the boss, or if there's other people looped in, they're like, "Hey, Mark, happy fucking hump day. Hope you know you're blah blah." You fraud. You're an imposter, and I hate you, and I hate everything about you, and the fact that you've no integrity. Yeah, uh, points awarded for that one. I completely agree. Next up, we've got Gavin. Let's go. So in my office, I sit near someone who eats a bag of potato, cheese, onion crisps before half ten in the morning, like religiously. It's revolting. Uh, I would have opted for revolting. No, you can't. Uh, I completely agree with you, though. People that eat, there's certain food items that are just inappropriate before noon. Tato, cheese and onion, absolutely. Uh, Well, maybe not noon. Well, oh yeah, definitely noon. In fact, full fat cans of Coke have always amazed me whenever you'd be on the tube or the Lewis or the bus. I've just never understood that. Like, it's half seven o'clock. Can you say half seven o'clock? Half seven o'clock in the morning and you're milling into a Mars bar and a can of Coke on the Lewis or the Dars or the bus. You know the way like you go into a uh, a shop and the off-license has the cages in front of it? Yes, Mark, we get it. <laughs> you're an alcoholic. No, but like, you know you go into the... Sh- you know when you go into the shop and you're banging on the glass with the rock that you found in the road? <laughs> no, but like, you know you go into a shop and they've got the... There should be certain food and drink that isn't... A- like, you're not allowed until after 11s. Um, but then again, 11s is... is- probably not something that you should have access to until you're in your like late 60s I'm running out of control here next up potentially I think okay next to the one we had in the first half this is the most outrageous work co-worker I've ever heard in my life and if anybody else has a co-worker that's even similar to this person I would like to hear about it because I it, it sounds like a, this person sounds like a fucking cartoon character and I actually yeah I'm just gonna play it let's go Okay, so I could write a book on this, but um, here's a few highlights. Um, so I had a colleague who I came out the back to our back office one day and um, she was literally just after farting and she was spraying air freshener on her arse. Like, hold on, um, hold on a second now. Is your colleague Fred fucking Flintstone? She she goes out the back of the office to fart. Fair play, by the way. That's the act of a good, you know, considered and kind, caring, compassionate individual. She goes out the back of the office to fart and then she starts spraying her arse with a can of aerosol. Are, are you sitting beside Homer Simpson? Are you hot-desking beside Michael Scott spraying your arse with air freshener? This is insanity. Continue. When she eats anything, and I mean anything, she would lick and suck her fingers really, really loudly. That is, um, yeah, that's by the way unforgivable. I've said this for years. Why is it acceptable for people to have crisps in front of you and be, yeah, so I said, I said, Tina, if you're not, if, by the way, if you're going out with an English person, but like, I don't understand how it's acceptable to lick your fingers after eating anything. And by the way, mum, if you're listening, no, not, no, but anybody, if you're, if you, even if you've had like a delicious dessert, okay, and you go, Mm. Oh, I didn't want to leave any left on the plate. Leave it on the plate. Or leave it on the fork. But don't put it on your fingers and suck them seductively and groan at me. It, it's really one of my big pet peeves. So I'm, I'm with this person here. I feel for them. Let's go. Lick them and suck, you know, both hands. Then go again, then go again. Going again makes it sound like this woman is horsing her whole hand, deep throating her fist. Go at it again is just like... Oh, God. Okay, let's go. She once was going on, finished up for work, like just say on a Friday, and was going on annual leave, um, and she left a dirty pair of knickers, oh. a bag, like like a dun's bag. Wait there. Like, what sort of caveman, okay, leaves a dirty pair of knickers in a fucking shopping bag in the back of the office? 
we've gone from sort of light, hilarious, spraying your arse with the Lynx can to now literally soil, like there's a soil in charge. You're, you know, your, your salary isn't shown into your account the same as it was the month before because you've been docked a soil in charge by your employer. We're descending into complete chaos. Continue. And um, then went on a week's holidays. My manager, actually, who's a man, picked up the bag because it was there for days, didn't know what it was. Um, no one knew what it was. Like he was going to throw it in the bin and he picked it up, opened it um, and looked. That... It's depraved. This is depraved. Carry on. How can you have a Microsoft Teams meeting with somebody if you've stared at their soiled fucking sodden boxers in the bottom of a Dunn's bag? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. There's more about this person. Um, and then one day um, there was a customer in the shop and it was a lovely summer's day. And you know, the customer was like, isn't it fabulous? The weather's amazing. Isn't it lovely? Good stuff. And you know, we were all like, yeah, it looks great. You know, this thing to be working indoors and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And um, herself says, um, no, that she didn't like the good weather. And the customer's like, why? What's wrong with you? It's fab. Why wouldn't you love the good weather? She's like, no, I don't like it because I guess, you know, sweaty and smelly down there. Like, sweaty and smelly down there. Like, there is not a man, woman or child in the country of Naharan who would think that that's an appropriate way to discuss anything with the fucking customer. Because I get a bit sweaty and smelly down there. What's the appropriate reply to that? In 2024, by the way, I like to consider myself to be mostly liberal-minded, but what is the actual appropriate response to somebody looking at you dead in the eye, okay, just after sort of chewing on their fist, going elbow deep into their own arm, okay, down their throat, looking at you in the eye and saying that they get a bit sweaty and smelly down there in hot weather? What sort of animals do you work with, people? Like, what sort of person would would think it's appropriate to look at a customer in the eye and say, oh, yeah, just the hot weather, you know, you know yourself. I just get a bit sweaty and smelly down there. Oh, do you, yeah? Is it minge or arse? And by the way, do you have any WD-40 on sale? Just be- What did you think that interaction was going to go like? Oh, you do get a bit swelly. Well, our Philip does as well. Yeah, especially if he leans over on the couch. The couch is leather. Sometimes his arse cheeks will get stuck to the couch because he likes to wear those crotchless and arseless leggings that we do when we have Nula around from next door for the dogging. So uh, you do have you do have a non-stick walk. Okay, great. Thanks. I'll take two, please. Walk and roll. Brilliant. I thought that I had lived a life and listening to these voice notes has made me realise that it's not the case. If you want something to be roasted, guys, uh, send me a DM on Instagram and we will get to it. But first, we must continue this deep dive of co-workers. This next one, okay, the reason why I love this next one so much is any fans of the US office out there, this is the most Michael Scott thing that I've ever heard in my life. Or, in a weird way, I think I could see a bit of my... I think we can all see a bit of ourselves in this person and that's why I love it so much okay let's go we've got Ian those things Mark I used to work with a guy who had uh, pretty severe diabetes and uh, one day he went down to the local deli and got himself a pre-made roll not realising it was laced with relish and the relish had a very high sugar content so we noticed that he was then holding his stomach he started to scream that his eyes were sore (laughs) he was afraid he was going to go blind uh, and it was quite worrying Two hours later, after he finally regulated, we saw him walk back into the office with another roll, the exact same one, and we protested. We said, maybe maybe don't eat that again. Remember what happened? And he said, nah, don't worry, guys. I'll scrape the relish off this time. We'll be fine. The relish had soaked into the bread. There was no way of scraping it off. He ate it again, 
And, uh, yeah, the exact same thing happened again. The eyes went nuts, the belly went crazy, but nobody cared as much the second time around. Like, I just, if there was, a, the boy who cried Ballymaloo, I mean, that is fucking unbelievable. I just adore that so much. I'm not a doctor, but you'd have to have a pretty serious case of diabetes to go blind from one lick of Ballymaloo relish, would you not? Okay, next up, we've got a very interesting one now. I think lots of people relate to this. Hi, Mark. I really found the girls that thought they were the cool girls in work very irritating. They were swanning around like they were the cool kids. It was like, okay, you're cool in school, but this is work. No one cares. We're just going home. Thanks. Bye. She raises a valid point. I do also like the way her voice sort of sounds like, you know, those YouTube documentaries on like someone who snitched on the mob or used to be part of like a cryptocurrency ring. And it's like, well, I started selling heroin out of my boot in Southampton. Yeah, I think it's very interesting seeing people apply the dynamics of their school into adult life. You can always tell in an office who was like part of the cool crew, who, you know, who was still really obsessed with that. Generally, it's sort of people in their mid-30s who'll still say to you like, what school did you go to? Or they'll ask you if you knew X person or, oh, you're, fu- do you know, um, blah, blah, blah. Um, no, I heard of them. Oh, yeah, yeah. I actually went to his Debs. I don't care. I've never cared. I've never cared who he brought to his Debs. And I've been saying that. Anyway, next up, we have Ashley. Let's go. When people use terms like mission critical or boots on the ground or in the trenches when they work in an office, get a grip yourself. Yeah, completely agreed, Ashley. And that's a very valid point. And it's also, do you know what? It, it annoys me. It's part of the whole, like, ninja. Oh, well, let me flick this over to the IT ninjas. I can tell you that not one of those guys is in any way, by the way, <laughs> you know, efficient when it comes to ninja-like moves. Now, this next one, we've had to use the voice change because um, for a couple of obvious reasons. But I am interested to hear what you think. Uh, I'm going to title... This voice note, Mutton Dressed as Lamb. So this is the Mutton Dressed as Lamb co-worker. So this woman is mid-40s and the things that she wears to work are extremely questionable. But given in mind that we that she's a teacher in school that is filled with boys, like so like old boys school. She literally just wore leather pants with a very low leather top. And, like, this woman is quite voluptuous. In fact, she's a beautiful figure, but she would have a bust. And, oh, oh my dear Lord, the lads didn't know where to look. She wears leather shorts to work. I can assure you, they absolutely did. I mean, there's a weird type of hot. There's teacher hot. And do you remember that from when you were in school? Like, there's people, like, you put them in a school. Like, all it takes is to be a 14 or 15-year-old boy. Do you, did you have, I'm sure you had that as well. Continue. She wears leather shorts to work. She just, oh my god, it's just mutton dresses, lamb. And she's a stunning woman. She's dressed so well. But we've got so many young teachers now. She's trying to keep up with all the young ones. Jeez. It's just awful. It's awful. Is there, a, as a matter of interest to my teachers, uh, to my listeners that are teachers, is there a dress code? Like, do you get issued a dress code as part of your contract? Now, I'm sure it. we all do. I'm sure it all says, like, a dress appropriately and work stuff, but would you, like, how would you even go about reprimanding a teacher if they're dressing inappropriately? Because surely then you could just be straight down to the WRC. Yeah, let me know. Okay, so I hope you're enjoying this roast as much as I am. 
I hope you enjoyed reading my project as much as I enjoyed making it. No, Mark, we didn't. But it's the teacher's obligation, as is your parents, to fawn over it and to compliment you on it because you're a seven-year-old boy. Just repressed childhood memories there. The most common complaint when I was asking you on Instagram about um, <laughs> what aspects of your co-workers and colleagues that you didn't like, let's be honest, it was the bodily functions. Let's just do a quick fire round here because there was lots of contributions about bodily functions. So if you have sensitive eyes, ears or throats, please do not listen any further. But if you do not, uh, proceed with caution. Let's go. Co-worker, also my brother, is... Beyond vile. He burps so loudly, we can hear it two offices away. It's all day, every day. Brilliant. It's like the Irish version of success, succession, isn't it? My co-worker, that's my brother, burps really loudly. Brilliant, Deirdre. You're like Kendall Roy's long-lost sister. I mean, firstly, he's your co-worker, but he burps and you can hear it two offices away. How big, like, what sort of empire do you have, but your brother can't get his gastrointestinal fucking etiquette in check? Next up, oh, this next one is actually foul, by the way. Um, coming in from Simon, let's go. Yeah, so I worked with this guy um, a few years ago now and he used to scratch his head and pick the scabs on his head and oh. then he would put the like scabs that he picked off on the dead skin into this little bin that he had on his desk. Uh, like one you might have for like, I don't know, tea bags or whatever. Um, but he just literally filled it with skin particles and scabs uh, rotten stuff like that and just left it there unemptied for the entire couple of years that I worked on it was one of the most revolting things I've ever seen in my life that is like so gross that is fucking horrible so firstly scabs on his head like what's going on there a bit of arnica maybe or Vaseline like that is and then just like putting them in a bin on the desk it's perverse. People are... Well, I always wonder when people do this sort of stuff, do they have no shame? Are they not worried about what people who are sitting near them might think? This next one is not for the faint-hearted, okay? So please, again, this is your roast. It's not mine. So I'm just responding to what you said. It's got nothing to do with me. Let's go. So um, we had a girl who used to work in the office for the summer. And when she used to go to the toilet, <laughs> one of the lads in the office used to go over and... Uh, Another seat. Like, you can't just throw that in as if that's like a thing that people, oh, my bloody office, my co-worker's so annoying, he always shows up late. Oh, mine always has her out of office on. Oh, mine smells the seat of other co-workers when they go to the loos. That is one of those things that like Irish people's ability to sweep things under the rug just really drives me up the wall. Go to HR immediately. This person is a complete deviant and actually... That has to be uh, gross, mis like there has to be some misconduct there because I know you're not technically interfering with an individual, but like smelling their seat, that is like, especially if she's not been at the links out the back all afternoon, that is, or if it's in the summer and people are getting hot and sweaty down there, that is so disgusting. We've got a part two to this guy. Let's go. Another lad in the office used to stick his fingers on his pants, picking his hole, and then smell his fingers afterwards. That was absolutely disgusting. I'm going to go out on a limb here and say that it's you. You're the guy. Can we play that again? Listen to this again. I'm actually imagining him now with his fingers down as he says, picking his hole. It sounds like he's, do it sounds like he's doing it. He's got that sort of like distracted look to his voice, sound to his voice. Like, just listen to it again. Another lad um, 
in the office, oh, used yeah. to stick his fingers on his pants, nice. picking his hole, Lovely. and then smell his fingers afterwards. That was absolutely disgusting. <laughs> smell his fingers afterwards. Good God. Um, I promised you, by the way, that they, like we don't want this podcast to just become the bums and willies and arses podcast where people just talk about where they put the fingers and noses because like we are more than that, all right? But <laughs> some of the people that you work with are just vile. This is just revealing that people are the worst. We're, we're coming close to the end. If you want to be involved in next week's roast, send me a voice note on Instagram and uh, we will make it so. So we're nicknaming this one. Um, this one comes is coming straight in from Steve. So we worked with a colleague, still work with him, that became apparent when he started. He's a very noisy eater. So, um, yeah, really noisy eater. Everyone would be looking around the office with the eye roll going, here we go. Um, He'd be onto his buyer one day for his account and was literally slurping and chomping down on like a bowl of cereal. So he soon got christened Chompy. um, And there became a running joke like, oh, here's Chompy. He's like a dog chewing a toffo. Or he's like, he'd eat a, an apple through a tennis racket. Um, and to this day, and I can't remember how many years, like he's with us now, but basically to this day, he's like, everyone still calls him Chompy. I mean, someone would bring back the bag of sweets from the duty free and the holidays. And it would be like, oh, Jesus, can't wait for it now. Here we go. It's all going to start again. <laughs> Joking aside, yeah, that's chomping down, eating food with your mouth open is just, disgusting and I think you should be allowed to call it out it's like when people yawn in the middle of talking to you you know when someone's looking at you they're like oh yeah so are you what are you doing I wouldn't cough or sneeze or burp or fart in your face well some of these co-workers would but I certainly wouldn't so chewing with your mouth open is totally unacceptable by the way when you initially opened up this uh, voice note Steve by saying that he would be eating cereal cereal what is he a fucking American teenager eating cereal in the office P45, gone. Take your box, take everything home, clear your desk by the afternoon. Okay? Good luck. We're back to the body parts. Let's go. We've got Colette. Okay, so I used to work in a uh, local shop okay. when I was a teenager. And one of the managers, before going out for the night, came up to the staff room where everyone was having their, their break time and took out a big razor and proceeded to dry shave her armpits. Um, as everyone was eating their sandwiches. Okay, like, call me insane. This wouldn't actually bother me that much. I think people are really weird about sharing stuff. And like, like I wouldn't be weird about using one of my mate's razors. That wouldn't bother me at all. Or, by the way, using one of my mate's toothbrushes. Some people seem to get really weird about sharing toothbrushes. The whole idea is that it's clean. Like, I wouldn't... There's very few people who I wouldn't share a toothbrush. Naturally, Chompy from the story below isn't one of the, is one of them. Most other people I wouldn't care. Shaving, dry shaving the armpits. Yeah, like I don't really. If she's doing it over the sort of deli section of the shop, and it's going into the you know the stuffing and the sweet chili sauce, yeah, of course then it's bad. But if it's just up in the break room, I don't think that's that bad. Call me crazy. Hey, I just no. Oh, this next one isn't great actually. I used to sit beside a girl in an office, and she just really stank. I couldn't figure it out for ages. Like, it wasn't a B.O. smell, but it was just disgusting. And then one day I just figured it out. She wasn't washing her hair. Oh, my God. Worst smell ever. That smell will live rent free in my nostrils forever. Rank. I mean, I it's one of those things that I've just never really had to think about. Like, men with short hair. 
you know, we've never, like I wash my hair, but I wash my hair probably once a week, twice a week. What? How often would you wash your hair? Once a week? Twice a week, maybe. Every day. You, you shouldn't wash your hair every day. But I do. Well, you shouldn't. You use shampoo in it. Yeah, yeah you shouldn't. No, you shouldn't. I spoke to my hairdresser about this years ago. Um, he's dead now. He died of self-strangulation by dirty hair. But no, he uh, he told me that, yeah, you're not supposed to wash your hair every day if you're a man. Or maybe if, you're just, if you've short hair. Um, either way, that is grotesque. And I think one of life's great tragedies is that you're not able to politely say to somebody, listen, you know, you're a great guy, but you need to have a soak up. Oh God, this next one is absolutely outrageously bad, by the way. I once had a colleague who worked late shifts and he used to go to the shop, buy himself a full rotisserie chicken, come back, plonk himself down at his desk and proceed to eat the whole thing with his bare hands. Not an absolute care in the world. Um, you could only imagine the state of the desk and the keyboard after oh. him. Uh, absolutely hideous, still Gives me the absolute creeps. Ugh. Okay, we'll get to greasy mitts in a sec, but also, you, you haven't really given them a chance. Like you've said, whenever anybody uses the word plonk, you know they're going to insult someone. And he plonked himself down. You know, no one ever says, oh yeah, so I met this uh, lovely person the other day and she plonked herself down. You know, plonked is, it's a verb for the gluttonous. It's a verb for the grotesque. It's a verb for the lazy. It's a, wor it's a verb used when people are being slovenly, really, isn't it? And look at you. You came in, you plonked yourself down and you just got stuck into... So uh, now let's get on to the real issue at hand, which is the rotisserie chicken with the bare mitts. It's perverted. Uh, there are watch lists at, in, you know, filing cabinets in Metropole that have people there with less offensive, you know, crimes than eating a rotisserie t chicken at the desk with the raw fingers, no Johnny's on the mitts. Like, that is so disgusting. Like, you fucking savage. Just because you can doesn't mean that you should. Do you know what I mean? Just because you can get away with it, it doesn't mean you should do it. Speaking of greasy bones and roasting things and, you know, You'll get it now in a second. Have a listen to this one. Hey Mark, so how's this for a roast on co-workers? Um, back in the day now, working in a little country pub in the Wicklow, middle of the Wicklow Mountains. Um, very little to do in the Wicklow Mountains, as I'm sure you're aware. But myself and two of my co-workers finished a shift one night. And we were sticking around to have a few drinks after and decided to take out a deck of cards, as you do. This led on to some strip poker, and just so you know, I'm no good at cards, so oh. um, it wasn't my number no chicken dinner for me, let me tell you. <laughs> Brilliant. Um, but this went on then to a full-blown threesome what? in the loose of the bar we were working in. Um, ah. So, <laughs> if you're listening, you're welcome for the best sex of your lives. So, happy roasting. I haven't lived, lads. I literally have not lived a life unless, like, if you're not shagging in the cubicles of a Wicklow bar where you work with your co-workers two at a time, you are not living your life. But also, we're having a few drinks and you took out a deck of cards as you do. Do you? Is that what you do when you're having a few? I'm definitely not one to talk, but like, I don't know. I just, also, strip poker. Surely, like, strip poker is just basically an invitation to have sex in the first place because nobody ever actually plays until the end, do they? No one ever just gets bollock naked and sit around and go, right, mum, do you have an ace of spades? Do you know what I mean? Like, it, it is a sex game. 
It's like those sex callers. That's what they use it for. It's, it's a complete and utter sex game. And it's why we choose charades after uh, Christmas dinner. If you're asking someone to play strip poker, just forget the cards and get straight into the act. Now, let's talk about the threesomes. What do people think about threesomes? I just... Like, we've all been on the internet. I can't imagine it being a pleasurable experience to have a threesome in the cubicle of a pub in Wicklow. I just... Not the fact that it's Wicklow, by the way. Wicklow's the nicest county in the world. There you are. There's a little hot take. But let's go back to the threesome with the colleagues. Like, the mechanics of it. What goes in where? And how does that work? And is there not one person standing there going, well... They're not kissing me as much as they're kissing each other. That'd be me. I'd just be like, well, this is bullshit. Stop kissing him or her. <laughs> so look, from roast chicken to spit roasts, this is the weekly roast. Brilliant. So there you go, guys. That was the weekly roast on Coworkers. Like, I'm still a little bit shocked after some of those submissions. Jesus Christ. Uh, I, <laughs> I cannot believe some of them. And in a way, I almost wish we didn't have to use the voice-changing software. But that's the game. So, look, thank you all for sending in your uh, submissions, the things that you hate, the things about your colleagues that disturb and um, upset you. If you want to be involved in the Weekly Roast, send me a voice note at Megan Mark on Instagram. Thank you so much to everyone for tuning in. Please pre-order my book, by the way, if you haven't already. It would be a huge act of support and one that I'd be forever grateful for. The book itself is out on March... Excuse me. Some of that roast chicken there. I was down in Wicklow for the day. I had to get some lunch. The book comes out March 14th, but if you pre-order it now, it will be delivered to your door on that day. And um, yeah, please rate and review the podcast. We'll be back. This time next week. Well, not this time next week, because I don't know when you're listening to it. You could be walking the dog now. You could be sitting in a cubicle and work. You could be on your lunch break. You could be lying in bed next to a partner you don't love and wondering how you can get out of this relationship. Or will you just continue the facade because it's easier and you're not really arsed with the process of going through another fucking breakup. If that's the case, I hope you're doing all right. Thanks for listening. Chat to you soon.